Hello and welcome back to another episode of Upfront and Undivided with Luke and Dina. Hi. Hey, babe. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Good. Good. How's your day? It's been good. Quiet. Yours? It's like, it feels like it's three days in one. Yeah. We, our eight-year-old got to be 102 today. Yes, he did. That was awesome. That was cute. He's a little ham. In a good way. I'm not sure where he gets it from. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For those of y'all that have not been paying attention or do not know, Luke was a theater major. Yes, I was. (laughs) Yes, I was. It's good times. Good times. But I was also in show choir and all the other fun stuff. Yeah. All the plays too and yeah. things like that it's fine he gets oh, it honest from he both does. he really does and man he works it yeah he does. in my mind i'm yeah, thinking so well fun. gabriel was the same way and you know when she yeah. was younger oh, and yeah. i just periodically i go why did we never get these kids into acting they both would have been really good at it yeah she did the musicals a couple of times as far as school and stuff but and she was she, always o- she so always shied inc- away from the limelight that's she why she doesn't like speaking but yeah. Man, her face. She oh, doesn't yeah. have to. No, yeah. She just, she's expressive. Yeah. Even now, it's like those moments where it's like she doesn't poke her face at all. No, not at all. It's Bless funny. her. When you know, it's you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, bad, or indifferent. It's Blessing like, and a curse all yeah. at once. <laughs> she can't hide it, but she can't hide it. It's true. Bless her. <laughs> Bless her. I'm not mad about it. No. It's, it kind of just, you know, uh, what'd you do? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. All right. What's happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and our son, he doesn't have the face, but he tells on himself. I see. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Let's just, Father, yeah. thank you. Oh, yeah. Genuinely. But they both do. No, in their yeah. Own yeah. Way, yeah. Which is, you know, thank you, Father, for that. Yes. That's a blessing. Which actually, kind of, as we're talking, I'm like, oh, well, that kind of kind of ties yeah. into what we're talking about today, doesn't it? I know. Okay, babe. How so cool is that? That is good. Look yeah. at you. Watch you go. Yeah. So, watch us go. So what are we talking about today? So we're talking about parenting. I oh. was I was going back and forth, parenting these days, parenting in the 21st century. Yeah. Parenting 201. I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere. Parenting. 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 Did you, did you decide on a title? I mean, I wrote down parenting these days. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. But it that was. It doesn't roll was, as well. It, it does, but, you know, it is. It's it's like all-encompassing, like yeah. all those different ideas because it's, you know, we're, we're not talking about, you know, brand new parents and, right. you know, these, you know, yes, I, I, I know some people say, you know, parenting these days is different than parenting back in the day, like when we were kids. But it, I don't, I don't think it is. Parenting I honest, is parenting. I, I agree with that. Yeah, you I know, agree. yes, there's, you know, there's, there's new, there's new devices and tools mm-hmm. to a degree that the enemy will use to to trip us all up. Yes. But parenting is parenting. Being a kid is being a kid. Yeah. You know, it, it really hasn't changed. Right. You know, the only thing that's different is if you're a brand new parent versus a, a parent that's going through the process. Mm. You know, I think that's why I'm like, you know, maybe the, the parenting 201. 201. I yeah. like that. Parenting 201. Yeah. I like that. That's a good title. Okay. That's a good one. Thanks. I like that one. But yeah, no, I, I know that our, well, my favorite thing is one of my favorite scriptures has always been, there is nothing new 
under the sun. Yeah. Not so much that it's one of my favorite scriptures, but I think it's genuinely one of the ones that we use with, um, that we say with our children a lot of times when oh, they're yeah. like, well, you just don't understand. And it's like, no, no, actually I do. <laughs> yeah. And, and not in a sarcastic way. It's no, you don't understand. I, I, I do understand yeah. because here's the deal. The enemy, he's kind of got the same, it's the same thing over yeah. and over. It's recycled. Yeah, it is. A lot of a lot of how he trips you up, it's recycled. There's literally three things. He's here to steal, to kill, or to destroy. Yeah. And however that looks, it there's not really anything new about it. It's like if you go all the way back to Adam and Eve, you go yeah. back, he's, he's trying to divide. He's trying to put one against the other. He's trying to, um, you know, have the, you know, um, almost what is it the the battle of the sexes kind of situation, yeah. but, you know, and then ultimately his goal is to separate you from God. However that looks, whatever that looks like, and that's that's been his big role. So it's like if you stand back and say, is it building the kingdom of God or is it being a destruction of the enemy in this world? everything else is just kind of black and white. That's right. So, yeah. Cause, cause again, you know, it, it is, it's, you know, he's, he's going to do his best to distract us in any way possible. He's going to try to sow seeds of doubt any right. way possible. You know, right. again, you know, yes, it was a little different in the, in the garden cause there wasn't as many tools available to him. But mm-hmm. again, it's, you know, whether he's using, you know, music, whether he's using entertainment, whether he's using clothing, whether, you know, right. books, right. you know, spoken word, you know, it really doesn't matter what he's using, you know, violence, war, yeah, you know, famine, pestilence, you know, it, it is, it's, it's always going to be that, you know, kind of, kind of back to the, to the garden, you know, did God really say that? Is right. God really going to protect you? Is God right. really going to cover you? You know, is there really a God? You know, right. I, that question always, you know, it was, it was a question when we were kids, whenever mm-hmm. something bad would happen, is there a God, you know? And why is your God letting this happen? Right. And, yeah. and it, and it happens, you know, now, you know, whenever something happens, you know, something crazy in the world happens, something odd and random. And it is, it's, it's always the question of, is there really a God? Right. And and that's, you know, that's always going to happen. And I think it's also, you know, especially with kids, you know, looking, you know, from from a parent point of view and, and kid point of view, it, it is it's it's always the question of. I know this is what my parents say. I know mm-hmm. this is how my parents go to church and worship and pray. Right. But is is that is that God for me? Right. You know. And, and I know I kind of want to get more into it, but you know, there's, there, there it is. That's, that's always the question, you know, cause it's, I know we bounce along a, a lot of topics for, you know, communication and stuff and mm-hmm. marriages and all. And, and, and this is, is, is a big topic of marriage is, you know, parenting and yes. it's, it's, you know, I, I grabbed the, uh, Proverbs 22, six, okay. uh, train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not turn from it right you know so again it's you you always want to do your best to instill that yes there is a god yes you, you know there is the godhead you know the three in one and yeah and this is what god has done for us and 
and eventually train them that this is what God is doing for you and, mm-hmm. and, and kind of encourage and foster those experiences. So, so they realize that, Oh God, God is real for me too. Yeah. You know, it's not just for mom and dad and everybody else. It's, it's actually, this is for me too. Right. Right. And I know that that's, um, like with Gabriel, <clears throat> one of the things that we actually, so we just came back, uh, from the nail place. Gabriel mm-hmm. got a gift from her grandma to get her nails done. And she had asked if I wanted to come with her. And so I did. And as we're sitting there, so she's telling me stories. And one of the stories she's telling me, she goes, mom, sorry. She goes, um, I was talking to a friend of mine and, um, another friend was sitting in and listening. And she said, you know, I was, we were talking about like the olden days, which yeah. I, I put air quotes yeah. because let me get a drink. Yeah. Cause it is, it's always the question of what is olden days? Oh, so what is olden days? You know, we have an 18 year old and her 22 year old friend. Right? Yeah. So olden days is not too far back for right. them, but the olden days was okay. Gabriel early days. We'll say early days, early days with Gabriel. It was just her and I, right? Yeah. Single mom didn't have a whole lot of money. I was, working two jobs, trying to do all the things I could do to do what I need to do. Uh, Her friend is in a household where there's several siblings and mom and dad are doing the best that they can. And the things that they were remembering, some of the memories that they were remembering, and she said, her friend said, Mom, like, I remember all those times where we would go to the hotels and you would take us on these adventures and, you know, we would just stay and you guys would just... We always had the best time and just remembering the laughter and all of the fun stuff. Yeah. So guess what? Mom and dad were homeless during that period of time and they were in the hotels and God would meet yeah. them and people would come out of the blue. She said sometimes people that they didn't even know would walk up, hand the money and say, I want to make sure that you guys have a place to yeah. be. That's awesome. And so she said it didn't hit her until kind of a little bit later, actually, cause she's still small. What was even going on? And she said, and so Gabriel, she's talking about her American girl doll, right? So yeah. you come along in our lives and, and you bless her with her first American girl doll. I think it was our yeah. first Christmas together or something. No, her was, birthday. It was her birthday. It was her yeah. birthday. Her first birthday that you are with us. So she's seeing all this beautiful stuff and just really excited and, you know, and all this stuff. But she said she's trying to think really far back, like the farthest memory she can or the earliest memory she can. Yeah. And she says, Mom, all I remember is Christmas was always good. Yeah. And I sat there for a second. I'm like, I'm trying not to cry in the middle of this, you know, nail salon. And I'm like... God, you've been nothing but good to us, right? But what I'm getting at is because I'm going to say for me and for the parents of the ones that we know, um, when we allowed God to come and step into a place where we could not provide, where we could not do something, God was always there. And I just immediately as I'm sitting there listening to her and she says, Mom, remember the $5 that your friend gave you? And I said, I do. And I, I don't know if I've ever told that story on here or not. No. Um, but I said, yeah, that literally like changed the very, I mean, that pivoted our yeah. lives um, and God met us. And so 
I'll tell the story because that won't leave me. Yeah. Okay. So Gabriel and I, it was just the two of us by ourselves. I think she was maybe five, something like that. Something like that. I yeah. don't remember. And um, I'm in service and I'm wrestling out with God. And I'm saying, you know what? I think I'm just going to go back home, which home at that point, even though I'm from Missouri, was Texas. Yeah. And I'm going to go back home. I'm going to go ahead and go back to my ex-husband, Gabriel's dad. I'll just go back to what's familiar because life as I know it here is not working. I'm fighting tooth and nail. I can't even provide for my kid. I'm literally sitting here trying to figure out I have maybe just enough money to either put gas in my tank to get me to work or to put food on the table to feed my little girl. Yeah. What do I do? Right. And I had had wrestled it out in the middle of the service. And by that time I determined I'm, I'm going to head back to Texas, which is so funny. Cause I'm like, I don't have the money to do all this, but somehow you'll, somehow you'll I'll get to Texas, to Texas. Right. Yeah. So I apparently had greater faith in that <laughs> than the other. That just now hit me. That's yeah. funny. So, I'm walking uh, to the other building to go get Gabri, and one of my friends, she's coming out. She meets me halfway. She says, I was in the middle of service, and they were talking about you know, giving the tithe and offering, and all I heard the Holy Spirit say was, you need to give that, and it's $5. Yeah. You need to give that $5 to Dina. Yeah. And she goes, what? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. all right. <laughs> you know. So she puts it in her pocket. She goes, I've been looking for you. Here's the five dollars. Yeah, and I immediately started crying. She goes, "If I had more money, I'd give it to you." And I said, "No, no, no. This is this is more than enough," because what that did in that moment it reminded me that God hasn't forgotten me. Yeah, that He wasn't mad at me because I was doing some dumb things. Yeah, you know, there in the, in my mind, God shouldn't be blessing me. He shouldn't be taking care of me. God, I've I'm I'm literally I'm like. Yeah. I'm not doing right. What do I need to do? Right. You know? And so it's like, here she walks up, hands me the $5 and it literally gave me the ability to get gas in my tank and also put food for Gabri. Yeah. So Gabri remembers this story. She knows this. She actually, she's like, mom, I tell, I actually tell my friends these yeah. stories I yeah. tell them <laughs> and I'm like father how good are you yeah because us as parents maybe this is part of the what we want to talk about a little bit I know for me us as parents sometimes we feel like we have to have everything right yeah. we have to do everything perfect we have to live this perfect Christian life that our, our children should never want for anything they shouldn't have to you know what I mean scrounge yeah. for anything blah 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 right right but that's just not always the case Life happens. We have an enemy of this world. We keep talking about he's gunning for us. He's coming after us. We need to teach our children the presence of God, the power of God, a relationship with God. They need to be able to call out to Yahweh. They need to be able to call out to the Jehovah Jireh. They need to be able to call out to Adonai, all of the names of God, the different multifacetedness of who he is, right? They need to know the healer. They need to know the provider. They need to know the protector. They also need to know the corrector. They need to know the father, the one that loves you enough to discipline you. He's, it's like all of these things being able to see it, but to see it 
exemplified in our lives. So that way, when we're being transparent, when we're saying, I don't know. I mean, how many times have we told our children? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the answer. Yeah. What do you mean you don't know the answer? I don't know the answer. Yeah. But maybe let's go pray. What does the word of God say? Yeah. Um, well, that sounds really good. Well, the world seems to be wanting to tell you this. I can understand maybe where you think that might be okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But what is ultimately, what does God want? What does it say in Jesus's, in, in what says, what does it say in red? Yeah. What did Jesus say? What is he trying to teach us? Right. You know, it's like us training up. That's what it looks like. It's them, you know, sometimes watching us fall apart. Maybe not lose it all. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's oh, that. Yeah. There's almost no. that difference. But even uh, Gabriel has seen me lose it. Yeah. And then she's seen me come to her and look at her and say, I am so sorry. I shouldn't have handled it that way. That was an okay. Yeah. And then her building that space where she's like, oh, oh, I still have a God that loves me. I have a God that I can come to and say, Father, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? And it's like it it creates it creates this beautiful relationship and this muscle inside of them where it's no longer mom and dad's God. Yeah. It's no longer mom and dad's religion. They start cultivating that relationship with God themselves. Yeah. That's good. I like that. And I and I think another thing, um, you know, with that, you know, learning of you know, that, that process and that journey of, of learning and exploring and, you know, the, the, the giant walk of identity and, and all that funness that comes with growing and, and being a parent and being a child is, um, also I know that we've talked about it, that part of that process is, you know, when, when we talk and, and we, we try to instill like these really good principles and, yeah. and really good lessons into our kids. And, you know, it's like, it feels like they're not getting it. It feels like they're mm -hmm. not getting it. And then all of a sudden it's like a friend or some other parent or, you know, a, a teacher will be like, say the exact same thing. And they're yes. like, Oh, I get it. And it's yes. like, but I've been telling you that for, <laughs> I've told Listen, you, I okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it is it, it it can get frustrating at times, yes. but it but it does. It's it, you got to get as a parent, you got to get to the point where I'm okay if they get this somewhere else. Yes, you know as as long as it is a principle and a lesson that we would teach in our house. Yeah, I'm okay with them learning this not here. Yeah, or or it not really not learning it, but um, I'm okay with it finally sinking in. Or even Elsewhere. them not acknowledging it except somewhere else. You right, know? yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not, but it is. So that's right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Yeah. I but, think it, but it is, because we do. We, we do our best to, you know, it is all these life lessons. It is all these, you know, when when kids are, are learning to expand, expand their boundaries. Yes. Um, you know, and... And kind of that, you know, I, I think we had a conversation with somebody else recently, with somebody recently, and, and they were talking about how, you know, the, the kids will, will kind of like elbow up to you 
Yeah. Uh, not not in a not in like a elbow out of the way, but like kind of yeah. like nuzzle up, elbow up to you, mm-hmm. and be like, okay, here's my boundary. Yeah. Okay, here's my boundary. Yeah. You know, and and then when they don't have that, they almost feel lost. Yes. Um, and and it is. It's you know we we've learned it with with both of our kids. Mm-hmm. You know that they they might not always be happy with the boundaries, mm-hmm. but they get comfortable with the boundaries, and and they seem to. To, they do. They find. Yeah. They seem to find comfort in safety. Bou- yeah. Yeah. Safety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because again, and and I know there have been times where it's it's almost been a a struggle, mm-hmm. or it has been a struggle, a bit of a struggle mm-hmm. of why do I have these boundaries? Why do I why do I have these limitations? And it's it's funny because you know, especially with Gabri, you know, when she was younger, you know, she really didn't like the boundaries and, and mm-hmm. the limits that we would put on, on her and, and her social life. And then it's funny because now when she's older, she's like, she realizes that, you know, that was building her up for who she is now. Right. You know, because she's seen other friends that, that, you know, like, their parents, you know, pulled back, you know, it was like, mm-hmm. here's a lot of freedom. Oh wait, that's too much. And then pull right. it back. Right. You know, versus just growing slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so she's, she, she's starting to appreciate how we parented her she and how we parent her. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. even to this day, it's like with, um, she's 18. Yeah. We talk about, um, you know, there's days where she'll be like, well, I'm an adult. And it's like, okay, being an age right. and walking in a maturity are two, look like two different things. And having, this is when we know that maturity is coming to the forefront because she's now in a space where she recognizes, oh, I, you know what? I still need mom and dad. Yeah. Or, oh, I mean we hear her periodically going, you know, adulting is stupid. I don't want to do this anymore, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, or she'll see how expensive adulting can be. Oh yes. You yeah, know, that's fun. It's always fun when, especially when you're spending your own money and you're like, I have nothing, you know, kind of situation, but then acknowledging and seeing, it also helps that she'll see examples of other friends. Like, because, um, the third friend that she said was in this conversation uh, was mostly just listening. Um, I said, "Oh, they didn't. They didn't really have anything to say." And she turns and looks at me and she says, "Mom, they just—they've never been poor. Yeah. They, she, they don't know what that means." Yeah. And I was like, "Wow. I mean, okay. No, no, you're right. You know, kind of thing." Yeah. And so, um, in my mind, I'm like, when you, when you encounter other friends that have different backgrounds or even just they're raised in a different way. Mm -hmm. And then you see the bonuses, you see the blessings, you see the, Oh wow. Well that wasn't handled very well. Or, Oh, I can see where that was a good thing. You know, she, she recognizes it's, it is a blessing. Thank you, father. I'm I am just genuinely father. Thank you. Yeah. Cause she genuinely recognizes I'm blessed. Yes. Because oh, yes. as we're talking about these experiences and just, I, I really did enjoy this. This was a good day. You yeah. know, just spending some time with her. Just, she came in 
from class and sits and just tells me about her day and just, Mom, you want to go? And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to come. You know? Um, but just her, I, I, when she's telling me these stories, I just looked at her and man, I just, thank you, God. Yeah. Just thank you, God. And she smiled and she said, that's actually what I said, mom, when I was telling the story and when my friend was telling me her story, I was like, man, God is so good. And oh, I said, yes. God is so good. He's just good to us, yeah. you know? And it's, it's when you know who you could be, because mm-hmm. even I'm looking at her and I'm like, man, like I shouldn't be here. God has been gracious to me. Yeah, I should be dead. Not for any other reason except that I'm dumb. And yeah. I, I made some really shady, stupid decisions along the way that I, sh- I should be dead. And and she like like just nods a little bit like in this acknowledgement of, yeah, yeah, we shouldn't be here, mom. And I'm like. Okay, yeah. this is so it, it's 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 taking those times. And I had even told her, I said, I think sometimes as Christians, we do a misjustice. And I actually told her, I said, Dad and I talk about this periodically. And I don't know. Again, I don't know if we've ever said it on here. But I think too many times as Christians, and I'm going to even say as parents, okay, this this ties into yeah. it. Too many times as Christians, Christian parents, we forget where we came from. Yeah. We literally forget where what God has done in our lives. Yeah. So much to the point to where when it's time for us to parent, we're losing our minds because our kids are doing dumb things or they're not maybe quite hitting the mark the way that we think they should or maybe not reading their Bible or growing the way that we think they need to and or maybe they maybe they made a pretty good solid wrong turn yeah and now we think life life as we know it for them is over and it's like whoa 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 girlfriend boyfriend what are we doing right now because literally god saved your life right like you need to take take five minutes remember where you were without him yeah then remember man even more so remember Mm. when you encountered him yeah what did that even look like? Yeah. If God, babe, if God could pull you out of witchcraft, yeah, literally, like yeah. meet you there. Hey, mm-hmm. what can? I, there's nothing, nothing. Yeah. If God could pull me out of all of the, yeah, junk, right? It's like you want to stand there and say, Father. Yeah. There's there, you've got my kid. Mm-hmm. You have got my kid. I think I think also um, sometimes the reverse of that is true. How parents, you know, Christian parents mm-hmm. will sometimes almost remember too vividly mm. their lives before Jesus, yeah. and almost fall into the trap of, "Yes, I have Jesus now, but I went through that, so my kids are going to go through it," Ooh, or yeah. "My kids are exhibiting this behavior." So they must be doing. They what must I did. be doing this, yeah. you know. So I think I think it's also you know I I think I think both at times can be true. Yeah. You know, not not at the same time. Hope hopefully. Yeah. That would be crazy. Um, and you need prayer. Yeah. But it is. I I I think you know at, at times because I I've even said that of you know sometimes that. I don't know. E- even just Christians in general, you know, they they either 
you know, they either do, they forget how far they've come and and what they've been pulled out of, or they focus too much Mm. on what they were like before Jesus. Yeah. You know, and they don't live in the victory. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Or, you know, or again, you know, I know we've talked about it before of, you know, they're, they're too focused on that one testimony of how they gave their life to Jesus, you know, 25 years ago. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but, but what happened, what happened, what's happened now? Yeah. What's been happening now? Right. That's it. You know, so, and, and I was also going to say, I know we're, we're talking a lot about parenting, like parenting kids. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I also want to touch a little bit on some of the conversations mm-hmm. of before you're a parent, mm. you know, sort of, and, and maybe that would be more of like a parenting one one Yeah. You know, but, but it is, it's, you know, some of these conversations that, that I think more couples should have. Yeah before they actually have kids? I would say one of the number one things, um, and it's most recent, uh, that has come to the surface, okay? So one of the, one of the, we just saw the Grammys. Yeah. I We did not see the Grammys, yeah. but the Grammys just happened. Yeah. Okay. And I would say as a parenting 101, um, you need to know where you stand. You need to know where yeah. your expectations are. You need to know where your boundaries are. You need to know um, you for you, period, number one, for you. Because one of the things that we talked about, we talked about Samuel, right, and yeah. Eli. Yeah. And in the book of, do you do you? This is 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 1 Samuel, um, it's talking about um, Eli Chapter was... Chapter 2, I believe. Okay, come on, babe. So... Um, the priest, Eli, mm-hmm. uh, they, he was a, he was a priest. He would do the sacrifices, yeah. but he had two sons and his two sons were shady. Yeah. Okay. They lived in the temple. Yeah, they, they did lived all, in the temple, they, around the temple. Yep. They did their thing. They, yeah. they've been around religion. They've been around the things. Eli was a good man, but his sons were shady. Yeah. They, they didn't do things right. They were stealing from people or they would just, they just did not. They were, they were, they were gaming the system. They were taking advantage of the system. I was going to say, you say it better. Yeah. And, and I, I do. I, the reason I know this because I nor you know me, I'm not one that memorizes scripture. I, I have to look it up, but I, I know this because I did. I just spoke about this in, in my podcast uh, a couple days ago. Um, but yeah, so it's, uh, the second half of the second chapter of first Samuel, but yes, uh, like you said, Eli was the was the the high, the high priest, the head priest, yeah. and and his two sons. As since he was getting up in age, mm-hmm. um, his sons were starting to take over. And traditionally, when they would come, when people would come to give offerings mm-hmm. um, to God, especially if it was like a meat offering, uh, what they would do is uh, they would put the meat in boiling uh, water. Um, they would boil it, and then what they would do is they would stick like a large fork in. And then whatever came out with the fork, that's what the priests got to keep for their table, hmm. um, because that was that was how, you know, that was set up in Leviticus of that's how the priests get food, you oh, know, because okay. they don't they don't actually go out and farm and and right. ranch and and do all that stuff for themselves. They rely on the people, and so they would get like a certain percentage of of offerings, but like for meat and all that's how it would do they would they would boil it and they would stick the fork in and whatever came out with the fork that's what they got to keep and the rest went to god gotcha and so they would start to be like they would start to choose their own 
pieces of meat mm. before it even got boiled because they're like, well, we prefer raw meat instead of boiled meat or something, like, you know, stuff like right. that. Or they would they would somehow rig it, or you know, they they would do the the shady things like, and you know, I know they did it like in Jesus's time of you know, they would release doves for, for the sacrifice, but they were like almost like homing pigeons where they would like fly back to the, to the cages. And it's like, yeah, you're not really, okay, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was one of the reasons why Jesus was like, you're den of robbers. Um, but yeah. yeah, but, but so, so with Eli's two sons and, and I can't remember their names, um, we'll but, just call them the shady brothers. Yeah. The shady brothers, but they were, and, and it was, they were, they were doing these things, um, and and the Bible's not hundred percent clear as to whether or not Eli knew it was going on. Yeah, but the town and the people knew what right. was going on, so it's like, um, you would think Eli knew, but you would think yeah. Eli knew, um, unless he was just so focused on a training Samuel, b taking care of the temple twenty four seven, and and concentrating on the holy of holies. But when Samuel heard from God and he yeah. did that prophecy, and he basically said, "Listen, that's it. Yeah, you, you, um, I'm yeah. I'm cutting you off, and your lineage, your line is going to die." Yeah, and 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 it was crazy how like it all happened because it was it was you know no man, no man from your line will live to old age. Yeah, and it was like. The two brothers were were killed in battle mm-hmm. um, against the Philistines. When Eli heard about the death, he fell backwards, broke his head open, and cracked his neck, so mm-hmm. he died. Right, and then the the wife of one of the brothers, because one of the brothers was married, the wife uh, went into labor because she was grieving at the loss of her husband, and so. She gave birth early and that uh, named the baby Ichabod because wow. it was a boy. And yeah. it was like, like Ichabod means the, like the blessings have left Israel or the grace is gone or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, the God has left the building basically. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, and one thing I noticed or one thing I, I mentioned with that story was, yes, it doesn't really say if Eli knew about it or not, but yeah. that his, his sons were that shady. But knowing that all of that was going on while Samuel was learning how to take care of the temple and how yeah. to be a man of God, seeing this on a daily yeah, and still choosing and knowing mm-hmm. that's wrong. Right. I need to focus on God. I need to focus on what God has said. Yeah. So that I can set myself apart, so that I can, you know, so again, I see the corruption, I see the deceit, I see the the things of the world yeah. that are taking over these guys. Yeah. I I wanna do better. Right. Right. I wanna do better. I wanna I wanna live up to, you know, to Eli's standards. I wanna, you know, listen to the stories of of my mother mm-hmm. who you know, prayed me in literally and then gave me up, Yeah, you know, because it did, it said that, you know, she would come visit him like once a year, once every other year mm-hmm. to go and to bring him new robes and new clothes. So it's like, you know, he, it's not like she abandoned him at the church or at right. the temple, you know, she came. And so it's like, you would think that she would, you know, let me tell you the story of, yeah. of, of how you came about, you know, yeah. it's like, cause, cause it was, it was, there's, the the Bible is full of stories of, you know, especially in ancient Israel and all of just, you know, 
tell the story of how this happened. Yeah. You know, when we crossed the Jordan River, we set up these 12 stones. So yeah. that way, when your kids and your grandkids come, mm-hmm. you can say, this is what happened. This is what God did. Right. You know, and, and, and that does, that, that kind of rolls back to, to what you were saying, you know, of, yes. of, you know, sometimes we do, we need to remember that this is what happened and this is what God this did. This is what God has done. You Absolutely. Know. And one of the other things that I got from that, because here's the correction part of it. Yeah. What I got from that is this, as far as you're even talking about parenting 101, we're going to talk about also the parenting 201 and just for the rest of your life. Yeah. When the Holy Spirit convicts you, when the Holy Spirit says you need to correct that child, yeah. when the Holy Spirit, tell the truth. Just, yeah. you, when, oh, yeah. just, just tell the truth. Like, don't, don't let, it's, it's the small things, kind of like what you talked about earlier. You know, when Gabriel, when we were raising Gabriel, we're still raising Gabriel, but when, when she was small and her expectations and her, her boundary, her, her, her fence of safety was fairly small. It was like, it was okay to tell her the truth. Yeah. Like with the Grammys even. Okay. So we had the Grammys and if anybody has watched anything or heard anything outside of the Grammys kind of thing, um, you probably have seen in the news or heard somewhere somehow um, that some of the performances actually were like almost, it, it, it was like, I would not say it was, I didn't, we didn't see it. We don't yeah. know, but it was like almost a satanic ritual being played out in front of everybody on the stage. Yeah. Um, we know that the world is corrupt. We know that the enemy wants to still kill and destroy. He wants to plant things inside of our children. He wants to plant things inside of us. And we went, I went and talked to Gabriel and said, Hey, yeah. Because her and her, her and her friends talked about maybe having a party and, and watching it and just dressing up and having a good time. And I just looked at her very lovingly and I said, have you watched the Grammys like lately in the last few years? Right. And not really, mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're getting worse and worse and worse, Gabriel. Like yeah. the enemy isn't even hiding yeah. at this point. Um, it's incredibly blatant. And I don't want I don't want I don't want your spirit man no. to be so destroyed. Right. Um, I don't want your friends. A lot of them have been delivered of certain things. I don't man, I don't want this to be a stumbling block for not one of them. Right. Not one of them. And I love you and I love your friends enough to tell you the truth. If you guys watch this, there is gonna be a hook. Yeah. There's gonna be a hook and something something's gonna happen. And it's like so Let's say Eli did know about his sons, right? Yeah. One of the things in my brain just immediately goes to, I don't, I want God to trust me. Yeah. I want God to trust me with me, with who he's created me to be, with you, with our children. And if we do not tell our children the truth, if we do not tell them not just the the blessings of God, but literally, hey, guess what? These are some good things that can happen, but, but if you choose to walk away, if you choose to kind of compromise and play with the world, here are the curses that can potentially, here's, man, God can leave the building. Yeah. The Holy Spirit can leave the building. Yeah. And, and I think, I, 
I think what you just said is, is really good because, you know, the whole, you know, telling them the truth and, and, and being open about it because it's, you know, it's, it's right. It's good. Um, I'm trying to find a better word for it, but it's, it's, it is, it's, it's good to have that pattern of truthfulness and, you know, you not using the word, but, you know, knowing the word and, mm-hmm. and knowing the Holy Spirit's urgings inside of us, you know, from, from day one of being a parent, because, yeah. you know, when you, when we do say to our kids, you know, Hey, I don't have a good feeling about, you know, yeah. Hey, I, I, this doesn't feel good according to the spirit, you know, yeah. those, those kind of, those kind of things of, you know, Hey, I'm saying no because of this or, yeah. Hey, you know, remember, and you know, this is how we were supposed to live according to the word, you know, That's because right. it says this. And it's like, if you've been, if you've been using that standard in your life mm-hmm. and, and in your family's life from, you know, from day one or, or from as soon as you become a Christian, yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot easier you know, because it, it it is Gabriel's eighteen. You know, yeah. Sebastian's eight. You know, we we've been like this since since day one. Yeah. Of you know, so when we say to our kids, you know, I've got to check in my spirit about this. Yeah. You know, it, this doesn't seem like it would be a good idea. I'm, I'm I'm trying to look out for you and keep you safe. And they they hear that and they listen to that and they say, okay, I'll I'll listen. Yeah. Whether you know, I agree or not, I, right? I'm, because. Be- Your track record tells me. Right. Because yeah. we, we have established that this is always going to be our stance. That's it. You know, that we are always going to, we are always going to side on listening to the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. We're always going to side on what does the word of God say? Right. You know, and so it is. So, so as parents and, and, you know, it's, it's important to have that consistency of you're always having that vein of, so good. of you, you know, of, of being in the word and, mm-hmm. and, and, using discernment and the, the, and the other, uh, the other gifts of the Holy Spirit, you know, and not, not being religious about it and, and like, kind of like lording it over them of like, aha, this, the Bible, right? you know, but actually like doing your best to live it out. Yes. So. I love that. Yeah. I would say that is parenting 201. Parenting 201. I love that. Yeah. That's good, babe. That was, that was a really good one. That's good. Okay. Anything else? I think that's it. All right, guys. Know that you guys got this. Yes. We pray that God gives you guys discernment. We pray that God gives you wisdom. Yes. We pray that if you haven't been doing this, that you you sit, you repent, you walk it through, you ask God to give you wisdom, give him, give you guidance, give you direction. Yes. Talk to your spouse. Talk to them. Um come up with a game plan, be on the same page. That's also communication, right? Hey, we haven't been doing this quite right. Hey, we're letting the kids run a little loose. Hey, even if we don't have children, maybe what? Ooh, what? I just heard, you know, because you're saying that and all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, remember, we're on the same team. There is no good parent, bad parent. Please don't do There is no, I'm... I'm the parent that will let the kids do whatever. Me and don't the do parents that. A- if the kids ask me, this parent will always say yes. Don't and this parent will that. always say no. Oh. oh, fun parent versus strict parent. That's the words I was looking for. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We are not called to be our par- our, our children's friend. Right. We're called to be their parent. That's right. Gabriel knows that. Sebastian does too, but Gabriel more so. She knows that we are parents first. 
I am your friend. I am on your side. Yeah. I am cheering for you. We are cheering for you. This is who we are, but we are parents before anything else because we are accountable. Yes. Know that you are accountable, guys. You're accountable to God on what you say, how you handle things, mm. and where which way you direct these children. That's right. If you lead them astray, what is the word of God says? It's you might as well just tie a big old thing around your neck. What is it? A millstone? Millstone. Yep. And then just throw yourself into the water. Yep. Just d- repent. Yes. Repent. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you direction. He'll guide you. He'll speak to you. Get into his word. Find out what he wants to do. And then just go to your child. Repent too. Yeah. Say, I'm sorry. You know what? I want to do this better and I want to do this different and I want God to be glorified and I want him to be the Lord of your life. Yes. All right, guys, have the best week. Enjoy the journey. 